Feast High. Hello, podcast folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 63 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 63 starts out with Mrs. Bolton shouting in surprise and ends with Troy singing, It's All Changing. I like the idea of Mrs. Bolton not shouting as in like, ah, in surprise, but shouting the words, in surprise. (laughs) (laughs) That would definitely be different. But um, no, really what happens is Chad puts the little cone cone horn onto Troy's head. Indeed. So he looks like a birthday boy slash dunce. I definitely get more dunce vibes than like birthday hat vibes, though. I think it matches Troy's like awkward smile face that he's got going. Or maybe it's just awkward to us because we know his inner turmoil, but his family just sees a happy boy. So maybe they see more birthday. Yeah, this is an example of dramatic irony, right? And the and the good kind where it's like, oh, I know why that character is acting that way because I have information that nobody else does. And I have a keen insight into this character's soul. So we get Troy like smiling big with his family and friends. And then the smile kind of fades in a way that every smile fades away after a second. Like you smile with big with your teeth showing and then your face kind of resets to normal after a second. Yeah. Condra's making faces into her computer like she's looking for something particular. Yeah, yeah I am. But it's for later in the minute. So <laughs> I thought my notes okay. were ready, but they were not. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it it is like, honestly, this is probably one of the better young people examples of dramatic irony. Like, it's very understandable. Yeah, when I need to explain this to my students, that's what I'm going to that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, remember in High School Musical 3 when everybody thought Troy was happy about being a Red Hawk and they were eating a fun dinner and toasting their milk and he looked happy, but he was actually sad and you knew he was sad, but nobody else knew he was actually sad on the inside. That's dramatic irony. And they're going to go, whoa, I finally understand it. Thank you for using such a universal example. (laughs) But like. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) You knew what I meant. (laughs) <laughs> it's the movie being slightly more than face value. Which yeah. We have to give it credit for. You ask if we have to give it credit for. <laughs> Do we? No, I, I just said it in, sl- in a slightly like, you have like, <laughs> like when someone whom you expect the bare minimum from <laughs> does slightly more than the bare minimum. I don't think my statement was wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> So we get a piano transition to the treehouse with Troy in it. Reflective Troy. Well, there's no mirror in his treehouse, is there? No, it's where he goes to be reflective. He, like, puts on his reflective hat. Okay, so if Gabriella's got the balcony of big feelings, then Troy's got the treehouse of... Of... Introspection, like... Thoughts. (laughs) Treehouse of thoughts. Treehouse of thinking. It always bugs me when people try to alliterate a T with a TH sound. Like, just because it starts with the same letter does not mean it's the same sound. Will Tyler, the treehouse of Troy, T for Troy. Fair. You know what? (laughs) That does it. Troy's treehouse. He's a much more simplistic boy. (laughs) No, he's having big thoughts and big feelings right now. (laughs) Looking at his parents, being all lovey-dovey. 
thinking oh God, of Gabriella. So funny. It's so weird. <laughs> you know, I think it's a good thing that he has a positive representation of what uh, a loving Healthy relationship relation. yeah. should look like. Yeah, it's just kind of weird that he's observing them in a treehouse through a window. <laughs> yeah, and they presumably don't know that he's watching them. Yeah. 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 They're like, Troy's outside right now. We can get a little close and snuggle our faces right next to each other. While standing over the sink. The notorious, infamous basketball sink. The basketball sink, indeed. (laughs) Don't trust anything that's been in that sink. A basketball has been in there. (laughs) I mean, you usually put things in there after they've been used. True. I guess if it's in the sink, it's, it's going to get cleaned on its way out of the sink yeah but who knows I, again i think troy is looking at this i mean obviously if we're, if we're thinking about what the character's thinking about in his head which is at the end of the day what this show is supposed to be doing is <laughs> going into detail about what's actually being portrayed in the movie he's thinking wow i wish i had someone to hold close to me right now and i don't know if i have wish i have somebody i wish gabriella was here yeah, exactly. Honestly, I could even see it as like a oh, I wish Gabriella and I had this future in store for us. Like a, oh, f- for sure, I see Gabriella as the person that I want to live a domestic life with, snuggle close over the sink with, and have an angsty son with. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Troy and Gabriella's kid. Would 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 not have their life together. No. There'd be a lot of forcing from a lot of directions. Grandpa Bolton, stop trying to make me play basketball. No, you're a Bolton. Boltons play basketball. Although I, I know High School Musical, the musical, the series exists, but it's not about their kids. And I think no. in Disney fashion, there should have been a sequel where it was about their kids. I'm glad it wasn't, to be honest, because that would not have been enough time. Fair. Okay. So he's looking out the window thinking, dang, this is what I'm after. Not my not, my future isn't basketball or singing. My future is Gabriella. Is a person. Is a feeling. Yes. A relationship. And that's a very important way to to um, think about your own life. It It only has value if there's another person involved. Thanks, Tyler. That's a very healthy boundary to set. <laughs> Codependency. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> so <laughs> he starts singing. Naturally. It's been five minutes and we haven't had a song in this movie. Naturally, there <laughs> needs to be another song. So he just starts saying the words, if this were forever, what could be better? We've already proved it was. And... Condra, I have a question for you. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> what 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 is he saying? If this were forever, what could be better? All right, that kind of makes sense, right? If this is what we had and we were like what we have, nothing could be better. We we could stay this way forever. We've already proved it was what? Yeah, <laughs> we've already and proved it also what was. sounded different. Like so, I've been what I've been trying to do is find the lyrics for this song. Because the subtitles on Disney Plus say do not match if what he's singing. It's it says if already proved it was that that super doesn't make sense. But if you look at his lips, it's pretty. I don't know, not clear, but it's pretty. I was able to judge that he was saying we've already proved it was. 
we've already proved it was forever. Like we've already like made it to the hurdle of, we know it's forever. Cause that's a little bit bold of a claim. We've already proved that it was better than everything else. Well, it's not better than everything else because it's not tried and true quite yet. You're still, you're, you're literally in the middle of a turning point in your relationship, not a rough patch per se, but you need to get over this hurdle in order to claim anything. Sorry. I finally found the lyrics. And? It's because it's a reprise and it's not listed correctly. Yeah, and that's a little bit of, not spoilers, because I guess if you know the soundtrack, then you know this is a reprise of Right Here, Right Now. But I literally did not know until the next minute when they say the words Right Here, Right Now. And I'm like, oh, this is that song again. The music kind of sounds the same. But at the same time, I was like, no, I didn't think I need to rewatch again. Um, I think it's the problem because I was like looking into the next song and I was like, no, that's not like on the album. And I was like, oh, that's not the next song, though. So I was very confused. No, it's a reprise of right here, right now, which makes sense because they're They're in the the treehouse slash balcony. Like, yeah, there's a setting callback. Bolton Montez, you have a callback. Now I've got the lyrics pulled up properly. Well, why don't you read some? Um. But in 2,123 hours, a bend in the universe. <laughs> wow. So also a lot to talk about here. Well, Yeah. So it, the lyrics on the website also say it. we already proved it was, which, again, makes little sense. But to answer your question, now that I'm actually looking at the lyrics, sorry, I was having trouble processing you reading them to me. If, like, the concept being they've already proven that they're moment of happiness together is the best version of a forever so like when someone's like oh i wish this could stay this way forever they have said like he's troy is saying like we've already proven this is the best possible outcome kind of thing like this is the best version so what is the point in speculating anything else being better which what does that doesn't mean? make like- sense <laughs> We've already proven that something temporary is is better than infinity. Or our relation, like, this is the moment that we're striving for. Like, when everyone's (laughs) like, oh, if this is the moment I'd take a picture of and I'd want to live in this picture forever. Our relationship cannot go higher. We can't get married. We can't have children. This is the peak. (laughs) Troy is truly showing that he is an 18-year-old boy. (laughs) But perhaps... To, to, to make the counter argument, there is something sort of um, mindfulness, meditation, perhaps Buddhist about the sort of like the moment that we live in right now is the most important moment. There's no point in striving for a future or thinking about the past, like only live in the present. Yeah. Let that present be your infinity. Yeah. There is a philosophical argument there that like the present is forever. But I think the way he's stating it is not confusing all right and now we have to figure out did you figure out what 2123 hours equated to in terms of days yeah 88 days and 11 hours okay so the idea that they're roughly three months away from graduation yeah i mean seems reasonable for the the timeline of everything because well here's the question are they doing the winter musicale right now no they're doing the spring musicale they don't do a winter or i guess okay yeah yeah but the auditions for it were in the winter last yeah. time. Yeah. All right. So they're doing the spring musicale, but it's like coming up in the next couple weeks, it seems. Yeah. So is the spring musicale in like March? 
or early April. I think it's in early April. And then they go through like all of April, all of May, and then a big portion of June before graduating. No, see, that's the thing, Ty. We run a very different school calendar. But I'm saying 88 days is is like it's basically three months. Okay. All right. That's where you're coming from. Okay. So if it's like if it's mid March now, that means in three months it's going to be early mid June. Or could it be when they're getting separated because she'll be going off to college and he'll be going off to training? Okay, so that's like an arbitrary day in the middle of the summer? Yeah. So what is this? Okay, so the literal moment they said, like, the universe will bend, like, which is melodrama at its finest, I suppose. Like, when we theoretically have to leave each other, the universe will bend, which also doesn't make sense because it feels like the universe bending should be the miracle of them remaining together despite being apart. Like, they're, the center of their universe will be pulled apart, like there'll be separation like if they are the universe it will have to bend in its the implication is that whatever whatever thing is arriving in 88 days and 11 hours is going to create a bend in the universe and the only thing logically that i understood that they could be talking about there was their literal graduation day although you have pointed out that it could be the day they know they're gonna have to go their separate ways because of logistical Gabriella leaving for Stanford or Troy leaving for U of A, although he's already in Albuquerque, so he wouldn't be leaving. But like training camp starts and his life would get taken over by basketball. Yes. Now, like a bend in the universe implies that them being separated is such a big um, physical in terms of the the physics of the universe, Mm -hmm. physical effect on the space-time continuum that it's going to create a bend in the universe that would get Einstein to scratch his head. Yes, I guess. I don't see it. (laughs) I mean, It's cute. It's cute for what the teenagers love, love relationship feeling feels like. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach, Ty. (laughs) I guess the complaint that I will make in order to, in order to be, you know, trouble with Tyler is, they kind of already sang this song an hour ago, and I don't know if anything has changed. <laughs> Troy might be getting a scholarship to Berkeley. Juilliard. Juilliard. My bad. <laughs> what was I? I was oh, I was watching Coda yesterday. I was like, what had Berkeley in it? Coda had Berkeley in it. Yeah, like, but even in the early scene when they were sitting in the treehouse talking about whether that was before the Juilliard stuff, I thought. That was before the Juilliard stuff, but it was still like, well, I like my parents already think I'm going to U of A and my mom already thinks I'm going to Stanford. Like nothing's changed in the story other than like Gabriella might not be able to come to the musical and Troy might be able to get a Juilliard scholarship. And we also have met Yort and Tiara Gold. Wowie, wow, wow. And to be fair, this is more like 50 minutes of the movie, not a full hour, but <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. Remember early, like remember early in the movie when it was like the basketball game and they were all like, "Oh, who's gonna win?" And then Gabriella stood up out of the stands and, and was like, "Troy!" Troy. Like that was good. <laughs> the movie started off strong. You didn't like that song. <laughs> I thought the song was unmemorable overall in terms of like it wasn't a jam. And maybe I'm looking through nostalgia rose-colored glasses. I think you are. Remembering a time when I was excited for this movie. <laughs> And what it had in store. 
What we get here in this minute, at least, is a shot of Troy's balcony and Gabriella's balcony. Yeah, we get a classic 80s fade-in where both of the singing parties are on the screen at the same time. Classic. And in an interesting way, it almost does feel like a summer the nights. movie is sort of portraying... What? Summer Nights? <laughs> a little bit, um, yes. But in Summer Nights, you're like, oh, this is a movie-making technique. In this, it feels like, and this happens more in, in the next minute, it feels like they are like literally singing to each other like they have a connection, as in there might be some sort of link in the universe, a sort of wrinkle in time that is connecting them. Well, <laughs> you're asking a lot. Although this movie is better than the remake of Wrinkle in Time, so... But I think next minute's where we need to talk about that stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay, oh, here's the other thing. With 11 hours, all right, it's 88 days and 11 hours is 21, 23 hours. Yeah. All right, so that means if it's graduation in 11 hours from this time of day. Like 8 p.m. at night. Yeah, that means they're graduating like in the morning. That'd be like 7 a.m. And like 8 p.m. is a rough get, like just like it's after dinner time kind of thing. If we could be generous and say that it's like 9 or 10 p.m. That would put us at like 8, yeah. Even then, like that means graduation is at like 9 a.m., Unless it's on a Saturday or a Sunday, that still feels a little early for a graduation. It does. Most of those happen in the afternoon or evening. Mid-morning, I feel like would be fair, like a 10 or 11 start time. Yeah, that too. So um, we we got a Cinema Sins ding on, on, the, on the songwriters here. Maybe they were just trying to make it sound like rent. <laughs> 2,123 hours. <laughs> To foreshadow Vanessa Hudgens' eventual joining of Rent, not once, but twice. Wow. Condra, did you know that there are not 525,600 minutes in this year? Yes, because it's a leap year. Because it's a leap year. So you're not allowed to listen to that song. I don't Or if you do, then you have to say 525,000 something minutes. I don't know. Maybe it goes, how many minutes are in a day? Let's not do that math right now. (laughs) No, I'm not doing that math right now. 24 hours times 60. Okay. Now, okay. Skip. This isn't a math podcast. The only song I really listen to from Rent is Levy Bohem. I don't know anything from Rent except the except Seasons of Love. So, And I don't even listen to it that much. I'll just occasionally get it stuck in my head and be like, oh, yeah, that's there. That's fair. That happens. That's kind of what musicals are good at. Yeah. Have I ever gotten a song from High School Musical 3 stuck in my head? Probably not. Probably not. The boys are back might happen one day. Mm. Coming up the wall. <laughs> we still got we still got a couple songs left on this here soundtrack. We got a couple coming we'll still. I have heard that the ending of this movie goes places. It does. So I suppose I have something to look forward to. Try to stay optimistic, Tyler. Oh, you know me. I'm always looking on the bright side of life. Wow. What another quote there. I'm a, I'm a glass half full guy, Condra. Everybody knows this, especially people who listen to this podcast. I feel like you're targeting someone right now. What? I don't know. I don't know. Well, usually, usually I'm the negative person. I'm, I'm saying I'm a positive person. I'm being ironic. I mean, you're more positive than I am, IRL. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what that's makes what this... I thought you were talking about. That's what that's what the show that's why the show brings heat. Because we each <laughs> have to act our opposites the entire yeah, time. Exactly. Well, until next time. Yeah. You can find us on social media. We're at amateur nerds on Instagram. At Wildcat Minute on Tumblr. Do the math for how much minutes are in a year. Let us know. Re record the song Seasons of Love. Uh, I'm with sure the somebody's done that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Email amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, do all the stuff that we mentioned before. I, I did the I did the riff too early. Yeah. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if anyone falls out of a balcony. You can bet on it.